This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the next area Congress is worried about hackers attacking commercial satellites. There's a new mechanism in place to help agencies combat buying counterfeit products. And employees at the Social Security Administration have their dates to return to the office. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Lawmakers are concerned about hackers taking down commercial satellites, and they want the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency to help out. The Satellite Cybersecurity Act, introduced in the Senate this week, would have CISA provide voluntary cyber guidelines for commercial satellite owners and operators. The Government Accountability Office would also examine how federal agencies are supporting cybersecurity in the satellite industry. One of the bill's sponsors is Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee Chairman Gary Peters. Meanwhile, the National Reconnaissance Office launches some new contracts for commercial satellite vendors. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The NRO announced awards for five satellite radar vendors this week. They're the first deals the agency has awarded under a new contract vehicle for commercial capabilities. The NRO plans to analyze how each company's offerings match up with its mission requirements, with the potential to order follow-on data and services. The NRO's Pete Munes says it's a model the agency will carry forward. We'll be looking at other phenomenologies over time, other other initiatives, and, and frankly, it'll be an iterative process as well, where we're always trying to keep up with the market, look at, at new providers, what they can bring to bear. The National Institute of Standards and Technology would be responsible for improving communication technologies among fire management agencies under a new bill in Congress. Congresswoman Young Kim introduced the legislation, which would require NIST to conduct research on wildfire communication systems and help develop technology for real-time data transmission. NIST would also have to carry out field testing to determine the time it currently takes fire management officials to transmit information. The agency would receive $3 million each year through 2027 to carry out this work, according to the bill. The House is looking to increase its capacity to deal with IT issues on its own. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more on that. The House's chief administrative officer is building out a House digital service with technology experts in customer relations, business analysis, design, and more. CAO is standing up the service following several recommendations from the House Select Committee on the Modernization of Congress to improve member access to the latest IT. As part of this work, CAO is looking to industry for a cloud-based platform that would help members manage their constituent engagement. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Agencies will have a new weapon in the battle against counterfeit or fraudulent products. RoboMod is launching as part of the General Services Administration's Verified Products Portal. The new process will ensure that products awarded on multiple award schedule contracts and displayed on GSA Advantage are only offered by contractors authorized to sell them. GSA is using RoboMod to improve the supply chain risk management process of its customer agencies. GSA says it will give contractors 30 days to dispute any findings and then it will remove the unauthorized products from GSA Advantage. The latest IT modernization scorecard is out. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us the details. Two A's, 10 B's, and 12 C's. Those are the latest grades in the Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, or FITARA, scorecard. The 13th version of this biannual rating of agency IT modernization progress offered few surprises. 
The National Science Foundation and the USAID saw their grades rise to A's from B's, while the General Services Administration lost their A-plus grade, dropping to a B-plus. House Oversight and Reform Committee lawmakers say the stagnant progress means it may be time to change this oversight effort. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The two lawmakers behind Fatara are launching a Congressional IT Modernization Caucus. Congressman Jerry Connolly and Daryl Issa say they're looking for members to help raise awareness around the need for technology modernization. The caucus gives members of Congress an informal way to discuss issues around IT modernization, as well as educate other members on the subject. Social Security and its American Federation of Government Employees Bargaining Units reach an agreement for employees to return to their offices, sort of. Federal News Network's Tom Temin explains. The agreement with several AFGE councils sets March 30th, a Wednesday, as what the parties call the phased re-entry date. But there's lots yet to negotiate, component by component. Issues include specific telework policies, as pre-pandemic-style telework replaces full-time evacuation telework. Also, child care leave, transit and parking benefits, and the workplace safety plan. The agency reserves the right to postpone the whole thing. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. In an effort to create a more modern talent management system, the Marine Corps will let some troops opt out of promotion boards. Majors, lieutenant colonels, and colonels will be able to defer their promotion evaluation in order to pursue more unconventional career paths. The Marine Corps hopes the tactic will lead to more long-term benefits and creative thinking. Marines have two opportunities to promote or they are forced to leave the service. The opt-out option will begin in 2024. After revamping how sexual assault is handled in the active duty military and the reserve, lawmakers are now shifting focus to the National Guard. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more. The National Guard lies between some confusing legal ground. Sometimes soldiers and airmen are under the jurisdiction of the state, sometimes federal. That makes prosecuting sexual assault hard. Lawmakers say they want more federal oversight of the Guard and more avenues for the Pentagon to help assault victims. Meanwhile, the Guard says it's implementing recommendations from an internal task force. However, it still has more than 50 suggestions from the Pentagon Review Board on sexual assault to put into place. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. And there were about 7,000 fewer military funerals conducted by the Army in 2021 than the previous year. Military.com reports the service conducted just under 130,000 ceremonies last year, according to data from the Army Human Resources Command. While it's not unusual for the numbers to fluctuate, it's unknown what exactly caused this dip, and experts did not want to speculate on whether or not the pandemic had any role to play in it. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.